Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? <laughs> oh, you know, I tell you what's going on. It, it's my dreams almost coming closer, Daryl, because uh, the Dodgers are one step away from going to some place they haven't been for almost 30 years. I'm, you know what? I'm so excited for you. And uh, man, I just holding my breath even as you say that, but uh, I hope it works out well. I really... Oh, I, I, I tell you what, they haven't been to the World Series since 1988. If they go to the World Series and they win, I'm going to cry like a baby. <laughs> well, that, I, I can't wait to see it. And, and for those of you who don't know, I'm on video right now. I'm recording this with Larry. He's in L.A. And all you see, he's got a blue shirt on. And I, I'm sporting my Dodgers shirt and the whole L.A. Play. paraphernalia. So if we have uh, any other uh, any Houston listeners or anyone else around the country, we we just apologize in advance for, for Larry and how excited he'll be uh, when this all comes together. But uh, it's been a fun week, and uh, I was just uh, thinking, Larry, about when we were uh, in the Uber just driving to the event this week, and, and we, got, we had the opportunity to meet uh, with, with a group of, of sales leaders, business owners, talking about social selling and digital transformation in sales, and, and uh, it, was, it was a good time, but as we were driving over in, in the, uh, the back of the Uber, uh, we were talking football because that's near and dear to my heart. And uh, just without naming names, how uh, incongruent it is to see a leader of an athletic organization that has the expectation that his team is going to go to the gym, they're going to do their reps, they're going to show up at practice, they're going to do the cardio um, and, and, to, and to see the leader of an athletic organization who is, who is, who is like recruited and expected to perform physically come out onto the field and, you know, obviously not have done any exercise him or herself, <laughs> you know, to see that, to watch a, a 300 pound coach who has not done the exercise, I'm not going to name names, but come out on the field with an athletic organization, you're like, What's going on here? This guy is being highly compensated to lead a team of athletes, yet it looks like it's been 15 years since he's been to the gym. No, it, <laughs> boy, we can, go, we can go on and on about that one. But, I, I mean, that's a, that's a great analogy because it really tees up what we're here today to really discuss. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, in my opinion – leaders and what leaders must do to help their sales teams grow, especially in this world. that's just ever increasing. I mean, we're, we're talking about how digital has just impacted the sales world. In fact, digital has impacted the whole business world bar none. Yeah. No, but, question. you know, if we use, if we use that coaching analogy, Jesus did, which I, I thought was spot on to this is, you know, it's, it reminds me of that blog post I wrote last week and it was just around, Hey, you know, the reason why social is not working for your sales team leaders is you got to take a hard look in the mirror. Yeah. You know, and, and you, I, I really got to point it down to, 
as leaders, we have to, obviously we're casting the vision. We got to lead our organization. But part of that means is we have to lead by example, Daryl. We have to do the heavy lifting that's required to position ourselves as those true leaders. But more importantly, if we want our salespeople to be able to do this, then we have to do it. Yeah, no question on that. And I think that's, you know, there's no, you look at the research, buying habits have changed. Buying is now digitally transformed with the internet, with social, with, with all of that. The sales team, uh, the salespeople we're hiring that are coming on board right now are all millennials. They're part of a very, a, a whole generation that's experienced digital transformation. So you've got the buyers changing and how they communicate. You've got new people coming on board. Well, we've got to ask ourselves as sales leaders, are we, you know, are we expecting our sales teams to do things we're not willing to do? Yeah, it, we got no, an example. Yeah. You're, and you're so true. And this, go, and this goes back to the conversation I was having when we were at our event. In fact, yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was at one of the breakout sessions and I was, ta- I was talking to this gentleman and we were, he was talking about, you know, my website looks great and, and all of this. I go, well, that's fine. Right. I mean, that's, that's good. But what we want to really make sure is you as a leader of an organization, does your online presence and what you're doing as a leader match what you're doing offline? Right. And all of a sudden this person's just took a, you know, a step back and goes, you know, you're really, you're onto something. So where am I, where am I going with this is as leaders, if you, if you want your sales team, if you want your entire organization to act a certain way, mm-hmm. it's almost 2018. We got to dust off that playbook that, that probably hasn't been looked at in, in years. Mm-hmm. And we got to give it a big, you know, blow right. that stuff off of that. But, but we, we have to really say, hey, what are we willing to do to get in there and help our sales team? And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll use another example. Uh, I, had a, I had an interesting conversation earlier this week uh, with, with a gal who's just really killing it, leveraging social, just staying really just true and genuine and authentic, mm-hmm. really killing it. And she went and she actually interviewed the CEO of her organization based on our last podcast. And there's a story coming out of this, but what, what she really learned from it was that the CEO is doing things completely different Mm -hmm. when speaking to sales reps, than their sales reps are doing inside their own organization. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, where, where's this good, where am I going with all this? It's, there's so much misalignment that I see going on between social and the leadership and what they expect of their salespeople. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's causing a lot of confusion because I think we all know social has a place inside the sales world. Yes. Because people are trying to figure out what do we do with it that makes any sense that can help us drive sales revenue. Well, so to go back to the sports analogy, and, and by the way, everyone, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, we're glad you're here. You've, you've joined a community, a growing community of sales reps who are committed to being genuine, being authentic, bringing the goods, doing the hard work and selling from the heart and, and leaders who are committed to doing the same thing. And, and I just want to give a shout out to all of our sales leaders out there, VPs of sales, CROs, um, sales managers, and, and people that own companies because we're all in sales. Uh, thank you for joining us. And, you know, but to go back to the, the, you know, the analogy at the beginning, if, if you're going to expect to have a team of athletes that are, are, 
you know, working their, their tails off and, and pouring their hearts into uh, a game and physical conditioning as coaches, obviously it's important that, that we, you know, talk the talk and we may not, you know, the coach may not be uh, deadlifting 600 pounds, but the coach, you know, should be in the game. And, and when it comes to the digital sales transformation, I think that one thing that, that we see out there is there's very few coaches in the game and, and we're asking and buyers are demanding that we, we integrate digital strategies into our sales process. But the question we have to ask ourselves as leaders is, are we hitting the gym? Are we doing the hard work? Are we getting uncomfortable uh, to learn how to do things that we're asking our sales reps to do? And so um, you know, that, that was uh, something we left uh, our, our meeting yesterday thinking, you know what, this is, this is a real critical issue because if we, wanna, if we want sales reps to sell from the heart, as leaders, we need to manage and lead from the heart as well. And that requires, as we talk through all of our episodes, um, and by the way, Larry, episode number 25, Thank well, I can't, you. I can't believe, I can't believe that. This is That's wow. astounding. Uh, but you know, as we've talked about, if you go back through the, the episodes, we talk about doing the hard work. Well, as management, uh, as leaders of, of sales organizations, we've got to do the hard work when it comes to learning, mastering and embracing digital sales strategies. And so today we just want to talk through three very practical things that managers can do to lead in this area and also support their sales teams to drive more, more revenue and, and to protect the, the current account base. So the first one is, is um, obvious, should be obvious, but as we look at digital profiles, LinkedIn profiles, and other social profiles of sales leaders, um, boy, talk about needing to blow the dust off them. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of sales leaders out there that the LinkedIn profile looks like something they set up 10 years ago and haven't looked at since. And even the ones that have, you know, you've got to ask if you looked at that LinkedIn profile through the eyes of a, um, a prospective employee, a prospective sales rep, um, or through the eyes of a prospect, um, do you look like somebody that could truly be a great person to go to work for or be a great company to work with? Are we, are we doing the heavy lifting and making sure our, our profiles as managers clearly uh, reflect the passion and heart that we bring to the business. Right. And we, and we were, t and when we were talking about it yesterday, we were saying, you know, as leaders of the organization, you're casting that vision. You're yeah. casting the vision of where your company is now, where it will be, where it's going. And not only are your employees looking at you as a leader, right? Your sales team looking at you, but I'll, I'll challenge the, you know, I'll challenge leaders as well. It's your current clients that are also looking at you. Yeah. And, and what do they see? And, and it's, what's re what's really interesting is I don't want leaders to hide behind, you know, the marketing curtain or hide behind their bio on a website. Right. Is they, re they really got to get out and interject and bring their company to even more life. And I think what it does is it, it puts a big protective curtain around their client base because, you know, all too often, and we, we've talked in, in great detail about this, is the experience that a client gets or a mm -hmm. customer gets or an employee gets 
is all based on them. So that sales rep holds that relationship. Mm-hmm. And if that salesperson leaves, you know, the leaders always go, well, the salesperson leaves and guess what happens? They take the relationship with them. Well, yeah, of course, because you're not involved in building that relationship. Uh, so I think that's huge. I, I think the first thing that leaders can do is start having better conversations with their clients and leverage social. They're already on these social platforms to begin with. Well, there's a great point. So how many times does a sales rep leave? And there's going to be turnover. That's going to happen and, and all of that. And then that no one, no one at the company knows the client. And so you go as a sales leader, I don't have time to go meet with every one of our clients and get to know them. And that may be true. True, but, but you can't afford not to. Well, but you can, you know, if let's say you've got 2,000 clients, maybe it's not practical, but you know it's what you practical. can do? is you can identify the key ones and you can start leveraging the, the scalability of social and start connecting with the same people that, that your um, sales reps are connected with. And it's easy. It's just, you know, it's not hard. It's sending the connect request saying, Hey, my name's Daryl, Amy, I'm the, the sales leader over here at XYZ. And um, you know, we really appreciate doing business with you. I just wanted to make myself available um, let's connect on LinkedIn. If there's anything else, anything I can ever do to help, let me know. Imagine if, you know, if, if a sales leader said, you know what, I'm going to commit to doing three of those a day for the next, uh, next year or from now on, or maybe I'm going to commit to doing that every time we close a deal, I'm going to say, I'm going to reach out on LinkedIn and say, thank you. Let's connect. And if there's anything I can ever do that way, now we've got multiple touch points going into the client base. If, a sales rep leaves. It's not if, it's when. There's always going to be turnover in a sales position. When that rep leaves, now there's at least a basis of relationship with the VP of sales. And, and I would say in, in most uh, larger key accounts, if not even mid-tier accounts, with the president of the company doing the same thing. And, and what we end up doing is we end up, like you said, building a hedge of protection around our, our client base. Because even if the relationship can't always be face-to-face, at least at a minimum, we're, we're beginning to build that relationship over digital as they, as they see you in their LinkedIn profile. So in their stream and, and all of that. And it's a simple but powerful thing that, that not only can leaders and company owners do to lead by example for their reps, but it's also very practical because it can help protect the business that their reps are helping them grow. Right. And, and it's just, it's almost... It's almost we have to set the excuses aside because you just can't afford, and I keep going back to it, you just can't afford not to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and this is why, uh, you know, situations have arisen over time is because you got that disengaged leader. Now, granted, you know, there might be other things that crop up. I totally respect that. And I understand it. I'm not here to point fingers. But what I'm saying is, you know what? If I'm a leader of an organization, I want my ear to the ground. I want my ear totally in tune with what's going on with my client base. And you never know now because it could be LinkedIn, it could be Twitter, it could be Instagram, whatever the plethora of social platforms are out there now, your clients are communicating on those. It's up to you not only to set the tone, but to also to coach and nurture your sales team and say, you know what, we have to listen better to our customers because if we're not, there's gonna be somebody else who's listening that's gonna provide a better experience. 
Well, and let me tell you, when the leader starts doing stuff and the oh. starts connecting with, uh, you know, if I'm a sales rep and uh, the ownership and the leadership of the company I work for starts connecting with my clients and getting active in social, I'm, it's going to uh, it's going to shine a spotlight on me. Well, I, I mean, that's 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 just fire by example. Oh, so th- I mean, that's that's just use. I mean, we use some we'll use some high end people as examples, but think about like Jeff Bezos from Amazon, yeah, or Richard Branson, or people oh, yeah. like that. You know, those are two that come to mind only because I st- I constantly see them in my LinkedIn newsfeed. Absolutely, granted. Either they're doing it or they got somebody doing it for them. I don't care. But the issue is, is they got their ear to the ground on this one and they're communicating their values. What they're communicating all this out into the public and they're getting their voice heard. So what, you know, what sales leaders can do, and I don't care if it's even a small or a medium sized business is you have a voice. You need to start and you're a highly educated person. You need to start sharing your insight on how you're going to continually grow your company, how you're going to position yourself in the marketplace. Your employees will see it. Your clients will see it. Yeah. Your employees will see it. And more importantly is, you know, just how you're recruiting for better talent. Just think about what talent you can recruit. If they knew the leader of the organization was socially inclined. Oh my gosh. It's just amazing. And that's where, you know, I mean, if you think about what's the number one role of a leader, it's to communicate vision, right? And to get people excited and headed in the same direction and to manage towards that vision. And, and boy, what an incredible opportunity. You know, a leader would say, I don't have time for this. Well, you don't have time to cast vision for your company yeah. on a scalable, free, easy way to do it. Come on. I mean, what an amazing opportunity to cast vision as a leader out to your employees and your customers and your recruits and your partners. Um, all of it is, is just incredibly, you have an incredible opportunity to influence through getting involved in social and in the process by leading by example, your sales team is going to take notice. So then you have some credibility when you go into the sales meeting and go, Hey, how come no one posted on LinkedIn today? <laughs> you know, what's going on there? And, and see what, what's interesting, and, I, and I'll look back and go, okay, let's just take that same sales leader, Daryl, or that same executive or that same business owner, right? And, that, and let's go back 15 years. Okay. When they first started the company. Right. How active were they 15 years ago when they started the company? I can flat guarantee you they were massively active. I can almost guarantee you they were emptying the trash after five o'clock. Well, let me tell you, I, and, and I'm, you know, I, I mean, you know where I'm going with this? Well, but I think, I, yes, I mean, we all work hard and we have a lot of demands on us, but I think they were definitely very active, not just in emptying the trash, but in talking about their company. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just purely using that as an example. So now if we fast forward to 15 years, then what happens is just, we, you know, we always want to poke holes at sales reps, right? Sales reps are always getting, you know holes parked out and we're complacent or this or that or so forth. But you know what? The same could be said, unfortunately, at at the top of organizations as well. And and it really goes back to just like sales reps need coaches, Mm -hmm. sales need coaches and the sales managers need coaches. You know, that leads us to the top of the organization too, is now they need to be coached on the advantages that social plays in helping them grow their business. And more importantly, I just think as a leader, social allows you to network with other leaders that you may not know of inside your community. 
or already know. And, and so exactly. here's the last, last thing where, you, you know, the, obviously the, the leader, you can cast vision, you can protect your client base um, the, by leading by example in digital prospecting. Look, I realize leaders of organizations probably can't, you know, go out and uh, pick up the phone and call 30 people a day or whatever you're asking your sales team to do. I'm, that, I get that. Um, but leaders of companies, owners of companies, VPs, the sales, CROs, you guys got to that position. You gals got to that position because you know all kinds of people in your marketplace. You didn't get to where you are without knowing all kinds of people. So why not support the prospecting process by digitally connecting with the people that you know so your sales reps can see hey, you know so-and-so over at this Target account. I want to meet him. Could you facilitate an introduction? And, and that's where, you know, as leaders of the company, not only do we connect with and, and, and to build relationship with our current client base, we also connect leader to leader in the, in the, in the community that you serve and the market you serve because now it's a springboard for you to make warm introductions for your sales team into that company. And Boy, you know, once again, oh my goodness, you know, if, 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 if a leader, a sales leader would take 10 minutes a day, take Ugh. 30 minutes a week even, and just surf through and go, oh yeah, there's, you know, there's Mary. I, I can't believe I'm not connected to you, Mary. How's it going? How's your business? You know, and, and develop that connection. Now you're creating a network that your salespeople can play off and, and go, you know, come to you and say, Hey, I know, I know that you, you're, you know, Mary, you just connected with her. How do you know her? I've been wanting to get in that account. Oh, I know Mary from blah, 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 blah. So unbelievable opportunity. And by doing that as a leader, you're leading by example in terms of how your salespeople can leverage digital uh, to network. No, and, and absolutely. And, and, and it's just maybe an action item that, that they could take away from this now is, you know, instead of taking your top 20, if you just want to start, you know, then start the real easy. And I don't care the, the size of the deal, the size of the deal doesn't matter. I encourage a sales leader, an executive, an owner, the next time one of your sales reps brings in a net new deal. Yeah. Net new, could be, you know, it could be next week. I would encourage you guys to go out and personally meet the person who signed the agreement. Go, go there. You owe it to yourself, shake their hands face oh, to face yeah. and say, Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. I look forward to connecting to you on LinkedIn. I look forward to, to helping you in any way possible. Thank you for letting us serve you that take them. Can you imagine that? And, and it would actually probably make you feel good. You're shaking yeah. somebody's hands, looking them the white in the eyes. Hey, thank oh, you for having faith in my sales rep. Thank you for having faith in my company. Absolutely. And talk about a customer experience, Daryl. Wow. No, no one's yeah. going to expect that. Well, this is such a good conversation. It all goes back to that flabby coach expecting the, the athletes to work out and give their best. Uh, it's, I mean, this is, this is a little bit of hard medicine, but hey, you've come to expect that from the Selling for the Heart podcast. Uh, and, and, uh, so we just, we really want to challenge the sales leaders that are listening to this, um, to, to get uncomfortable, to do some hard work, um, to, to take us a fresh look at your LinkedIn profile and, and in particular and go, is this really, is this really expressing the passion and vision I have for 
for my job, for my company, for, for, uh, my people. Um, and, and is it really expressing how I'm going to support them and, and how, what an amazing place this is to either come to work for and, or, uh, be a client of, but are you also going to do the, the hard work? Uh, and I say hard work, it's not even that hard, just the intentionality of surrounding your client base, making sure that when the sales rep leaves, that, that they have at least a LinkedIn connection and they recognize your face. I mean, like Larry says, it'd be great if you'd go in and meet more of these people. And then finally, um, you're networked in the local marketplace. So why not leverage those relationships that you have, connect on social, connect on LinkedIn, and, and begin leading by example and also giving reps access to your network so they can help you grow your business. Um, amazing, amazing. And it all comes down to uh, leading by example. No, it doesn't. And this is, and this is going to tie in quite nicely, Daryl, to our special guest that we have. Oh my goodness. I, I, yes. I just can't wait because um, we all need, we all need coaches, right? Leaders need coaches, executive management needs coaches, sales reps need coaches. I even enjoy being coached and mentored. And this topic, we're going to pick this topic up next week because, you know, I don't want to spill the beans quite yet, but we, we have a special guest that's near and dear to my heart, and he's extremely active in coaching. You are absolutely going to love next week. It's going to be incredible. I, I just, I want to say his name, but we can't do it because we've got to absolutely confirm it, but it's 95% there barring any travel problems. We're going to deliver an incredible special guest to you next week. So um, for everyone who's uh, been listening this week, especially those of you who are sales leaders, thank you. Um, and we just want to challenge you, you know, uh, do your job, do it with passion, be a professional, do the hard work, um, you know, be authentic, be genuine. And, and most of all, sell from the heart. And if you're a leader, let's lead from the heart as well. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.